Referee? I'll tell you what. Yes! 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 I took my lad to Leeds. What a win that was on Saturday. Lots of excitement. Well, as Sky Sports would say, controversial things happened. But we don't think anything was controversial in that. Well, it could be being oh, a there bit was. biased. Oh, there was. Uh, there's loads of controversy in it. There's, uh, uh, honestly, I think there's... Against us. Well, well it's what not even saying. that it was against us. I think there's controversy um, started from last week, uh, right after... Derby confirmed they were going to be in the playoffs. I actually think uh, the creative behind what Sky Sports have done in the last seven days is I don't think they've come from a position where they've purposely come over as biased, but it certainly has the final product definitely come over as if they're leaning towards... uh, Leads almost mocking, trying to mock leads in in a way to hype it up. I get they've got to hype it up. It, it it's about having a level though on balance. You know, pictures of Bielsa on Sky Sports News as early as the start of last week holding binoculars. It's just a bit crass. Why you know why not? If you're going to do that with Bielsa, then surely you should have a, a picture of Lampard crying like a big baby. Now you've got to balance it out. Yeah, if you're going to take the mick out of one, you've got to take the mick out of the other. Otherwise, you end up... I get they've got to hype up the game. But, you know, even from the start of the match, I don't know if anyone caught it at the start of the game yesterday. They showed you clips. They went straight into Spygate hype. And on there, they had... They clipped... I think it was like... The one that really stood out to me was, was Guardiola. And I remember seeing him comment on Spygate and he bigged up Bielsa, but the way they edited that was almost as if he was having a go at Bielsa. So they showed all these one clips that was building up a um, almost like, a cons- not conspiracy, but almost propaganda against Bielsa. But, so that's the first controversy for me, that out of all that. But to be fair, I think when you're saying about taking the mick out of one and then taking the mick out of the other, how they had the picture of Bielsa... In all fairness, though, if you did look um, on the Instagram, uh, I think it was Sky Sports. They did, he did post that um, the Frank Lampard chant about him crying. So I think did they? Yeah, yeah I mean, I did. didn't see that. Was I mean, either on Sky Bet or like Sky Sports. May, maybe we are just picking up on the things that are, you know, against us. But I, I don't know. It's just felt like Sky's behaviour, all the way up to the final whistle. I'll be quite honest with you. Um, was just I, I get where it like, well, I get where it come. I don't even think it's bias. I just think really poorly chosen creative is a is a is a probably a professional way of saying it. it it's, you know, it's like I say, even on Soccer AM on Saturday, they were doing gags about Spygate. Now, actually, that's I'm maybe taking it a bit too far there because you know Soccer AM is a comedy program and it was all in the context of having a laugh and I love that show. It's my favourite show. I think Soccer AM is the best it's ever been. But 
it just felt like there was this build-up. There was a mistake in hyping up this game, so obviously you got a lot of people talking about it and watching it. You know, I've I've got friends who just aren't interested in Leeds who were texting me um, in the build-up to that because they'd obviously caught all the hype and, you know, having a go, calling his cheats. It feels like the creative chosen by Sky in the build-up to this, and even in-game at times, was to get hype but what they were doing in the meantime was trying to building up this image of Leeds cheating and I'm still really bamboozled to why people still think that when you see what our behavior's been like in the in the last in this season ever since Bielsa got here I get from the past that you know people think we're dirty Leeds but for Sky to try and promote that we're cheats you know, the picture of Bielsa holding binoculars is on, on Sky Sports News. I'd expect that on Soccer AM, not Sky Sports News, you know? That that build-up, the montage they put, was just so finely edited to make it look like the top managers in the world thought Bielsa was a disgrace, when actually they, they see him as a mentor, if anything. I, I just think it, it, you know, that within itself is controversial before we get onto anything that's in-game, but... Yes, what a result. We're a third. We're a third. We've got two thirds to go, and then we're in a premiership. We've yep. done the first third really well, and we haven't done a podcast since Ipswich, have we? Um, mm-hmm. My feelings off the back of Ipswich are, are, are probably going to be quite obvious to regular listeners of a podcast, but what was yours? Because straight off the bat, even though we'd lost 3-2, what was your reaction to... I, I was thinking, I. so, yes, we may have just lost 3-2 to prop to arguably the worst team in the league yeah. things change it's like the West Brom game when we got hammered 4-1 then didn't we go on like a winning run or something like that and, pretty, yeah. and we did well in the next games and it's like the same with Ipswich just because we got beat 3-2 by a Bobbins team it's like the, every game is different it's not all the same just because we lost against Ipswich doesn't mean we're going to lose against Derby well, no, and if not. we do because like, well, I keep saying this, but every game's different. So, I I was quite well, quite positive after mm. it. Mm. So you were really excited for the playoffs, weren't you? You got hyped. You you've been like a bit pumped for it all week. Yeah, because well, mainly it's like my first playoff that I like really have experience and mm. can remember. Yeah, well, no, to it be is. honest, well, it will be. Yeah, it's, and you uh... know, to get into the Premier League. You know, of course, I'm going to hype it up even more well, because you, you've seen it as still the opportunity. Whereas I was kind of more in the zone of, oh, with the out of form team going into this, you know, Derby looked like they're on it. Having said that, I didn't think Villa have looked particularly that great. You know, I was I was expecting West Brom to do, yeah. and and in all fairness, they should that game yesterday. West Brom Villa could have gone the other way because West Brom should have had a penalty. That would have would have equalised it up, but and then obviously Dwight Gale, Dwight, Dwight Gale, yeah. I I think he should have gone in for that ball. It was a ball that he could have won, so he, I think he he has every reason in the world to go mm. and win that ball. Mm. But I think it was just a keeper coming out who mm. made it the, it worse. It was but, like he was playing for it almost. Yeah, I thought it was a bit harsh, but I mean, you know, that opens that up. I think it obviously, it, I think with that kind of the way that went, although you know, West Brom. There on Tuesday night, that I think it'd still be very tight at two one. As going back to Leeds, it's a great advantage, isn't it? I think even Bielsa said something along these lines. 
after the game it's an advantage but there's still a lot of work to do when we go go to to Elm Road so you know it's certainly like I say a third of a third of the uh, campaign is done there's still a lot more work to do we've got another two thirds hopefully to 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 get through going into the game I, I think you know we've talked about the Spygate hype and all that kind of thing but another element what was your feelings with the commentary a lot of the things were kind of like like hits at Leeds almost it was like when when the commentators talked about Leeds except from our goal it was always something negative mm. it wasn't like a positive and we did really well in that game yeah however when they talked about Derby it was like nothing negative everything mm. was just positive mm. it was when when you look at the the uh, bit where um uh click like went in, leaned in with his head. He didn't headbutt like like all the Derby players. By the way, were trying to convince the referee that he did a headbutt. He leaned in with his head into a player's chest. By the way, he didn't get to that chest because a player backhanded him in the face when that happened. So yeah, you know, that's like a missed. shirt pull after. Well, it, but well. but there, the exact the exact words from the co-commentator was, "He's very very fortunate to be on the pitch," and then only moments after. Uh, Stuart Dallas is is going down the left-hand side, does a pass, and about five minutes later, that Huddleston comes bombing in, elbow into face, knee into body. And nothing's picked up on that. And, and in fact, on Sky's highlights of the game, they didn't even play that. If you go onto your Sky app now, and if you can look at highlights of games, you watch that, they won't show the Dallas, Huddleston one. There was just no reaction to that at all. And... Again, you know, I think the only other time where they kind of backed um, Leeds in a, in an incident on the pitch was when that lad went in two-footed on Shackleton. And, yeah, and they that. talked about it there. But I'll tell you what, they didn't review it at half-time. They didn't, you know, the Andrews and that didn't talk about how, you know, that was a disgrace and they should be down to 10 men. It's... It might, it might be all accidental, but it just kind of... It's really, I think, really poor poor decisions by the production team at Sky and the individuals of presenters of how they approach all this at the moment. I mean, you know, is there going to be any ramifications? No. Does it actually affect anything that happens on the pitch? No. But as a fan watching it, and this is a fan podcast, you just kind of think, Sky, come on, I think your creative is, is completely all over the place with this. I've never really experienced it or identified it with another team. I mean, it was like a, a, um, something a while ago about how Liverpool got a bit of a hard time by Sky. I never really picked up on that. But, I mean, let's move on from the controversies of Sky Television and their creative production. Let's look at our team. What That was a really good performance, wasn't it? Yeah. It was It was not the performance of, of um, uh, Ipswich at all because that Ipswich game... Uh, and again, Bielsa came out and said this. It was it was full of all kinds of incidents that were like really like ailing and and Casillas for that goal. It was weird and Casillas making the, the the wrong decision to come out and it was just full of mistakes and and things that don't happen that often. So I always had that in the look of that. Actually, you know, if we reset properly, that won't carry on. I thought Berardi was awesome, man. Yeah. And Berardi and Dallas in particular, I thought. Yeah, I thought Dallas had a good game. For like I think that's his season. best game. Do you reckon? Yeah. I mean, he he just that he, shot he had in the first half. I mean, that was fantastic. I mean, that was so close as well. Yeah. That was one of them where you go, oh, was that a bit? Was that actually miles off? And it just looks like it was near. But that slow motion replay, man, that was 
that that looked like it was flying in. It, I thought defensively and offensively, Dallas looked really strong. But I tell you, I think that helped because of Harrison. And I think Harrison was unlucky, really, not to get man of a match. I get why Roof did, because the movement was really clever by Roof. He was back. He was back to his best at finding no space, as I thought, yeah. Roof. Here's an observation on Roof. And this is from the last two games. He is slipping loads. Yeah. He he is falling down. During the game, is I was going... Well, I, I don't know what... I mean, I'm assuming it, it must be... It must be something like that because that's what they all they all wear now. But he slipped for that penalty during the derby game. He was slipping all over the place, and oh, I even shouted, "Roof, get up off your backside!" Because he was always going down. Even when he had a shot as well. Do you remember that shot from well, outside yeah. the box? And he slipped. And that, I think if he stays on his feet, that would have gone in. So for me, Roof, new boots. <laughs> just get him new boots, and I think that'll be him firing just. Definitely. What kind of boots has he got? He tags. He tags them in on Instagram, doesn't he? I think it's like Adidas boots. Adidas. Can't see anything that's. The and have a blade. Then. Zoom in on those bad boys. They look molded. Molds. Well, whatever they are, he needs. He needs new boots. New boots for roof. And he'll be back. Uh, I'm firing from. He's slipping over too much in in key moments. Simple as that. But let's talk about the goal, man. Let's talk about what that goal. goal that was. Now, I think this is this is the Harrison goal. I know Roof had to do a lot. That and have you seen how that ball bounces? And it uh, that is a hard finish. That Roof has to really focus. It's like a side footer in the bottom corner, kind of half volley. That ball bounced, but what a ball! Oh, that is class. Referee, I tell you what. Yes, yes, yes. Come on. Harrison, that, that little flick from Harrison. I tell you what, you better go book that player as well. Look at this from here. Look at this little flick. Look at this little flick. Look at that. What that ball is obscene. That's obscene. That's obscene. That the the it took out about five derby players to get to get there. He took out about five players to get that ball there. That is what we've been waiting for Harrison to do consistently, isn't it? And if he gets on that run of form now, that'll be amazing. Yeah. You know, if this is a time we start seeing Harrison being able to put those balls in, let's go back a few steps before he even put that ball in. What about that's that little play. flick? That yeah. little flick inside. That was class. For the one-two. Absolutely. Again, took players out. That Lawrence... Didn't know what to do. He, he, look, I felt a bit sorry for that one because all he could do was go in for the foul because he could see what was about to happen. And I was really pleased that the referee booked him for that. But that Harrison ball was absolute perfect. You know, if that if that was, you know, that's the kind of thing we'd, we'd be seeing on replays if if it was a premier in the Premiership side, especially Liverpool or Man City or something. That was absolutely class, and it's great to see Jack Harrison doing that. I would love to think now this is this is. We've seen Jack Harrison have certain games where he's looked great. I think nearly in every game you can see why he he he's been chosen for that first team. But this this was the one for me where that that ball just summed it up. I thought it was absolutely fantastic. Let's go on to the penalty then, shall we? In that, let let's go from this because let's try and not come from a Leeds biased. What was in that that challenge in that incident? 
where you could argue, lad, that's a penalty. I think the bit that um, got it, that, that made the referee think it was a penalty, is the way um, kind of Jack Harrison came in, because he, he swung his foot around, didn't he, mm. underneath his underneath his leg, and I think there was like a, like the slightest bit of contact, but nothing too much. But I think it wasn't a penalty. Well, see, this is this is it. It's almost like, and again, this is going to the commentators. What was really weird, it got me so frustrated, was these commentators going, oh, that's a penalty, that's a penalty. And it was like they were seeing something I could not see. It, it really was like I could not, for the life of me, see why that would even be considered a penalty at all. I just and I, I, that's what really frustrated me about the Sky commentators on there because I, I I just I'm not a professional by any stretch of imagination, but we watch a lot of football, and I don't even think it was a foul by their player on Harrison. I think yeah, it was two guys going for a ball and it, and yeah. not even a clash. Yeah, they I, just were bodies weren't in the right right shape. Maybe that Derby player dived a little bit or over exaggerated his fall, but even then. For me, that was just a goal kick. Because yeah, I saw something before. It was like, well, it would have been it would, it. Have, it would have been a corner kick because Harrison like, did get yeah. a touch. It was like there was nothing in it to give it a penalty, but there was like nothing in it to change the decision around. Well, I, so. I, I, I think the linesman did exactly the right thing. Um, I don't get this whole Frank Lampard point of view. Why is he letting the linesman? Um, influence him into changing his decision well mate because he's seen something that's wrong and he's the assistance referee so he assists the referee I, again frank lampard stop crying it's unbelievable you're obviously a good manager but man you cry like a baby you really do and and one decision uh, doesn't go their way and like he's like i just i mean again it's like these guys over at villa and maybe it's like maybe it is just this little chelsea is there a chelsea yeah there's a chelsea link here in john terry you know even yesterday seeing that guy who manages villa he they try and win by these kind of like psychological and um influences you know, whether the in ears they make comments pre match, post match, they, they try and always have these little elements, and that's why I love Bielsa because he's got so much class. I mean, he just wants to win by great football, and that's all he ever tries to. He, he, he never tries anything outside of that because these guys are trying all the psychological thing. And do you know what? I've, I've said this on the last podcast fair play to Villa, and I hope all Leeds fans agree. And a lot more pundits will agree with what we said on the last podcast. Villa's coaching staff played a blinder to influence that goal to be scored. You know that that's what they're all all about. Villa, they're all about trying to get those inches psychologically. Um, you know, and they put that into their players. You can see that in Grealish. You know that lad yesterday he was falling over left, right, and centre. You know, you can see they're trying to win inches psychologically, trying to come. They're trying to con the way to it, and they did a right old job over Bielsa last week. But um, going back to that penalty, absolutely no way. And you know, you kind of look at that, and I, I, I'd like to think what what the referee did. I, I still don't understand why he gave the penalty, but to overturn it was exactly right. But then you flip to the punditry afterwards, and they're questioning it and coming out with some comments that just don't make any sense whatsoever. I mean. I, if I was in charge of the of the presentation of Sky Sports, 
I would be reviewing that and going, these guys are making us look fools at Sky. These guys are, are talking. I wouldn't, I wouldn't have a Darren Bent back after that. I mean, we've all questioned Andrews and, and the type of nonsense he comes out with. But there was some real nonsense getting spouted out. And I think they just need to review what they're doing there. But, hey, look, you know, it led to the correct result, didn't it? I think it, that result was more than fair. If you ask me, I think we should have possibly had, had two. I'd like to think if, if we were just that little bit more clinical, like I say, with that roof chance where he slipped, the Dallas chance, I mean, that would have been a spectacular. So it's probably a bit hard to say should have been a little bit more clinical with that one. But, you know, for me, we were probably 2-0 winners rather than, you know, just 1-0 for that. I thought that was really fair. Um, I want to touch on Phillips. He was being dragged out wide. Whatever Derby did, they were dragging him out wide and he wasn't bossing it in the and middle like he normally did. He was also pushing up high as well. There was like some circumstances where you like mm. saw him up there with like mm. roof and click and you're thinking, mm. what are you doing there? Yeah. So was that was he doing that after Foreshaw went off? I think so. Because, you know, obviously when Foreshaw went off, um, Shaxx came on and I thought Shaxx did himself so... You know, he just looked comfortable. He's, didn't just, he? he's just full of energy, and I think that's what we need in there—just a bit more energy in that. In that, in, yeah, in positions. the middle, it looks really good in the middle, doesn't it? It just, um, you know, I think. Don't get me wrong, I love the passing of Forshaw. I think that's his key. I think Forshaw's got a real good pass, and I think he's got a bit of a shot on him as well. But I think for Shaq, it was just the way. I mean, I I, I couldn't tell really because he came really deep at times, didn't he? Almost so Phillips could push up. Um, I'm, I wasn't quite sure on what his exact role was. I, well, I didn't walk away from that game knowing other than anything he was in the centre of the park. But he just looks so comfortable and he's so quick. Yeah. It's, I mean, yeah, he's one of them, he gets the ball or you see him near it, you get excited. Yeah, I think, to be honest, starting next game. Yeah, like, instead of, well, for, I think Forshaw is going to be yeah, out. So I think starting, to be honest. Well, you might, you know, now's the time. And I tell you, who also, I thought of, it was a very short period of time he was on the pitch, but there was just, he had a bit of a swagger about him. I thought Clark looked very confident. Yeah, he looked. Didn't do anything wrong, didn't do anything that kind of changed the game in any way, but he just looked really at home, like Shaq's. You know, yeah. but Shaq's obviously had more game time. So, I mean, you know, in the next game, do you think we start with the team that finished, which would mean starting with Berardi? Start with the team that played when Forshaw came off. Because mm. I don't. Because if we start with the team that we ended, that means we're missing out roof up front. Mm. Oh, of course, yeah. Then we have of to course. rely on Jack Clark. Yeah, yeah. No, you're right. I mean, yeah, top, but... you're absolutely right. Roof, roof is gonna have to. Um, I mean, he, he he looks like he's going to be on fire again. He just needs new boots. Yeah. Get new boots, roof. I mean, the so socials have been absolutely insane. A lot of fun on uh, Instagram and uh, Twitter. One of the things that uh, really, I've, I think, sums up Leeds this season and has been great watching because me and Lad have never done the away day uh, for Leeds this year. Um the scenes that icon I think it's an iconic photograph of the Derby stairwell and the pile up there's some videos of that incident as well, but there's one scene in particular. It just now, just if we we're gonna go to the the second leg of the playoffs, yeah? Yeah. And we score the the, the winning goal that gets it through to the final, would you get involved? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. You would get involved in that pile. Yeah, up. I would. 
imagine the scene. We've just scored the winning goal to get us to Wembley and yeah. into the playoff finals. I would limbs. I would be in there. Scenes I'd, and I'd limbs. Dive in. Yeah. Well, look. Open that. What? Open that up. Tickets. What's that? Derby second leg. Yes, Ellen Road, mate. Nice one. We're going. It might be time to lose your limbs, but yep. we're going to be there. If we go to Wembley, we're going. What do you think? Amazing. Yeah? It doesn't mean I get a day off school. No, it doesn't mean you get a day off school. <laughs> it's going to be chaotic, but you know, to get there, we're going. We're going. Yeah. We haven't done lad shouts for a long time. It's, it's Because I think it's just been kind of a little bit more intensity to the, to the podcast than the recording of it. I um, want to do a, a couple of quick shouts to E underscore arm 96. He is um, a wakey lad, I think, uh, but then he's lived in Eccles and has just recently, to be with his girlfriend, moved to Derby. So I bet he's having a bit of fun at the moment. So uh, thanks for all the support, mate. Uh, we're also All Hall 72. Um, him and his dad. His dad's a bit of a legend. He always likes to sit down and have breakfast and listen to Lad to Leeds. That's Big Dave. Living legend, All Hall 72. Thanks for all the support. In fact, thanks to everyone because we had so so much support in recent time. Got to big up all uh, uh, the guys from uh, Talking Shut as well. Unfortunately, they didn't win anything at the Football Vlogging Awards, but they were nominated. The All Leads TV crew as well. They're, they These two channels have, uh, are our favourites to follow. Um, good they couldn't bring it home for Leeds but to get nominated for that football vlogging when you see the, the people who were winning it and stuff just shows what high level uh, Leeds United media content is at the moment we're in an absolute sweet spot um, and we're just proud to be even a part of all that so uh, big up uh, all Leeds TV and Talking Shop um, for their successes it's over to Wednesday night against Derby let's yeah. go again Come on, to Leeds. Join the conversation on Twitter. Follow on Instagram at Lad to Leeds. Facebook. Search Lad to Leeds.